Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments of the Morning radio program.
Hashem, let me pray, let me pray, just one prayer. Hashem, let me sing just one song. Hashem, let me live till the great morning comes when the whole world will sing just one song.
J.M. in the A.M. <laughs> Do we put together <laughs> some of the most interesting musical combinations ever? I think so. 
Yossi Green and Company off Yiddish Nachas with Enkel Okenu. You heard Yoel's Nigun, <coughs> excuse me, done by Zusha. Light up the nights. That's Miami as we get set for uh, Hanukkah just 12 days away. Could you imagine? <coughs> excuse me. Hard to believe that um, Hanukkah is only 12 days away. Um, Shlomo Katz, Lashana Haba. That'll go along with our theme from yesterday when I was uh, just arriving back from the Nefesh Benefesh celebration Monday night in Jerusalem. Lashana Habab Yerushalayim. Let's uh, make sure to get those trips to Israel on our calendar. Let's make sure to uh, step up the effort to get a um, stronger connection between the diaspora and the Holy Land. Moshav Band with Lachad Odi Yerushalayim. Oh, nice. Another Yerushalayim selection. Done by Vahavienu, Volume 4. Anabakach from Yehuda Green. Benny Friedman's Todach. Haverim done by Michal Przansky. And, of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this November the 17th, day 13 in the month of Kislev, the year 5782. I think someone's birthday is today in the Siegel family. Isn't someone's birthday the 13th of Kislev? Now i got to start looking it up. Now i got to start playing with the calendar and see if I'm right or wrong. 42 degrees, partly cloudy and a high of 59. Partly cloudy tonight, low 54. And tomorrow, partly cloudy and a high going up to 70. That may be the warmest day we have in a while, frankly. Tomorrow's one of those warm aberrations here in the New York area. 73 right now in Yerushalayim, which we keep speaking about, the holy city. 42 here in New York City as we say good morning on a Wednesday at JM in the AM. Well, thank you for, so much for tuning in. Uh, much appreciated. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Um, listener Yona is loving the music we're playing this morning. He has a request, but I can't figure out based on his comment what that request is. Make that a little clearer for me, and I will try my best to get it on the air. That's for sure. Uh, Danny Dayan's going to join us, Consul General of uh, Israel in New York, uh, for about five years. Now the chair of Yad Vashem, uh, chairs the directorate of Yad Vashem uh, out of Yerushalayim. He's going to join us coming up. They had their big event, uh, Yad Vashem USA, had the big event this past weekend. Danny Dayan, it'll be an honor to speak with him later on. Also an honor to speak to David Mandel, CEO of OHEL. Their big dinner is coming up Sunday night. If you don't have your reservations in yet, uh, you know our recommendation. Our recommendation is to get those reservations in as soon as possible. One of the reasons, because there's no dinner like the OHEL dinner. And trust me, I go to dinners. <laughs> there is no dinner. They always, always find a way to inspire. Always. Uh, and um, this Sunday night, if you're in the New York area, hey, it's the uh, OHEL dinner. Do your, uh, do your best to be there. You'll be glad you did, that I can tell you. Um, so that's coming up, and we'll speak with uh, David. Tomorrow, Eighth Days is expected in studio. Eighth Day, it's, it's sort of a live music alert because I've been given advance warning that Bensi might have his guitar with him tomorrow. So we'll call it a live music alert here at um, uh, the Nahum Segal Network headquarters in New York as 8th Day will be visiting us. They're out with a brand new album, as you know. It's called Lucky. And uh, we will speak with them live in the studio tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Yeah, this is shaping up to be quite a week, to say the least. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and helping to uh, make it quite a week, to say the least. Wednesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM.
Hanukkah right around the corner. And um, as I as I remind everybody, <laughs> oh, this is the worst when this happens with this music program. Oh no! Sometimes, sometimes you miss the old days when it comes to just putting a CD in the tray and finding the song that you want. Uh, especially when it doesn't. Uh, when it doesn't cooperate. All right, I think we got it to cooperate now. Uh, mentioning that Hanukkah is 12 days away, figured we'd start this segment with a Hanukkah selection. More coming up. Thanks for listening on a Wednesday to JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Chasof done by Yaakov Shweki. Chanukah selection, Jonathan Rimberg and company. That's right. Guess what? Chanukah 12 days away. We're starting to get into the mood here in the middle of Kislev. 42 degrees, partly cloudy, a high 59. 73 in Yerushalayim, 42 here in New York. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us here at JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. A um, a big shout-out to uh, all the teams out there. I'm not talking about the uh, professional basketball teams. I'm not even at the moment talking about the Yeshiva University men's basketball team, which won again last night. Congratulations, Coach Elliot Steinmetz and everybody out there in YU. Right now I'm talking about the high school Yeshiva League uh, and the elementary school Yeshiva League. To whatever degree they've been able to open up, it seems like things are off to a roaring start and that fans are really, really excited about being in the stands and being able to root on the school and get some school spirit going in a sports way. So we are, um, I know we're still in the midst of Corona and all that, but it's nice to know that we're at a place, we're in a situation, we're at a stage where fans can be at the games, enjoy it, and uh, classmates and schoolmates can be there to cheer on their colleagues. And um, I think a lot of people are really thankful for that. I spoke to some high schoolers the other day, and there is a uh, tremendous amount of excitement that they're able to be in the stands and experience uh, what is such an important part of the Yeshiva League in general. So kudos to those who made it possible. It's Wednesday, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Galay Tzal in the background. Do our news from Israel coming up. Remember that um, Art Scroll has gone crazy in terms of the big sale for Hanukkah. Uh, massive discount on their website. Free shipping if you use promo code radio. I mean, uh, I don't know how 12 days in advance of Hanukkah you can't take advantage or you're not going to take advantage. Right now, 20% off on over 3,000 titles. Free shipping on all their orders. Over $49. Remember, when you use promo code radio, it's free shipping on any order. So, as we always say, even when the big Hanukkah sale is on, and believe you me, it's exciting to see that the big Hanukkah sale is on. Even when the big Hanukkah sale is on, always make sure to use promo code radio. From now through December the 13th, massive discounts at Artscroll. Again, always use promo code radio, but right now you can save 20% off on all 3,000 plus titles plus free shipping. Uh, that means the brand new book by Yisrael Besser, Building for Eternity, about Ramosha Reichman. That means the uh, Roy Nachman Seltzer book, The Insider, about Yisrael Katzover. Remember, we spoke with him yesterday with Rabbi Seltzer about that. Uh, the brand new Ray Przansky book on Reaching Higher, the inspiring short stories book. The Arise and Sing about Bir Shachar, the morning blessings from uh, Rabbi Yisrael Besser. All of these are part of the 3,000-plus titles. Take advantage. Always use promo code radio, artscroll.com. Galay Tzal, Israel Army, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday's next. Boker Tov from JMN. גלי צהל מירושלים, השעה שתיים. שלום רב, באולפן אהוד גרף עם מה שקורה עכשיו. פרסום ראשון, הסכם היסטורי בין ישראל לירדן, במסגרתו יוקם בשטח הירדני מתקן לאנרגיה סולארית שיספק חשמל לישראל. ישראל מצידה תתפיל מים נוספים לירדנים. 
מפרסמת כתבתנו המדינית מוריה אסרף וולברג. בשבוע הבא צפוי להתקיים טקס החתימה בין ישראל, ירדן ואיחוד האמירויות. על פי ההסכם אותו אנחנו חושפים לראשונה, ירדן תקים תחנת כוח לאנרגיות מתחדשות שתייצר חשמל עבור מדינת ישראל. התחנה תוקם בשטח הירדני ובתמורה ישראל תקים מתקן התפלה עבור ירדן. גורם מדיני מבהיר, אין פה מתנות, כל מדינה תשלם מחיר מלא. שרת האנרגיה קרין אלהרר תמריא בשבוע הבא לטקס החתימה שייערך בדובאי. לקראת חידוש שיחות הגרעין, ראש הסוכנות הבינלאומית לאנרגיה אטומית רפאל גרוסי צפוי לבקר באיראן ביום שני ולהיפגש עם שר החוץ האיראני ועם ראש סוכנות הגרעין המקומית. מטרת הפגישה עם האיראנים היא הכנה לחידוש השיחות בווינה בסוף החודש. על רקע העלייה האיטית במקדם ההדבקה ולקראת תחילת מבצע החיסונים לילדים בשבוע הבא, הדוקטור דנה אקמטי עזריה, רכזת רפואת ילדים במחוז מרכז כללית, אומרת אצל עידן קבלר, מבינה את התלבטות ההורים, אך יש להיזהר ממידע שקרי שמופץ נגד החיסונים. ברגע שמדובר בילדים שלנו וזה לא אנחנו, יש הרבה יותר רגש. כל החלטה שמתקבלת היא החלטה נכונה. רק צריך לקבל אותה ממקור מידע נכון. וצריך מאוד להיזהר מאיפה בודקים ומאיפה שואלים, כי יש המון מידע, המון פייק ניוז, שבאמת מציף את הרשתות, ולכן לכל הורה שמתלבט, דברו עם הרופא שלכם. כתב אישום הוגש נגד תושב מזרח ירושלים שתקף מאבטח, צעק והתפרע בבית החולים שערי צדק בעיר לפני כשבוע. כתבתנו יערה אברהם מוסיפה כי הנאשם הגיע למיון ובמהלך הקבלה בפני האחות החל לצעוק לעברה ותקף את המאבטחים עד שנעצר. אחד מכל שלושה ישראלים הוא בן פחות מ-17. כך עולה מנתונים שפרסמה הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה לכבוד יום הילד. מדווחת כתבתנו איילת ברון. מודיעין עילית יאיר באחוז הילדים הגבוה ביותר 63 אחוזים. השיעור הנמוך ביותר נמדד בקריית ים, שחמישית בלבד מתושביה הם ילדים. עוד פרסמו בלשכה נתונים לגבי חתונות ולידות בקרב נערות. בשנת 2019 נישאו כ-400 נערות שטרם מלאו להן 18, 94 אחוזים מהן מוסלמיות. באותה שנה ילדו 196 נערות, ירידה מהשנה הקודמת. תחזית מזג האוויר, עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות, ייתכנו טפטופים. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Is a hit song Not every swing Is a home run Here's what you gotta know Before we get started You win some, you lose some There's pretty, there's gruesome There's lows and there's highs Hellos and goodbyes Win some, you lose some There's pretty, there's gruesome There's ups and there's downs But don't turn around If you hear me singing this song You know that I'm trying All I've got's this promise to keep fighting I don't have a pretty picture trophy smile If you hear me singing this song, you know that I'm trying. Lo yolecho am locholik moid, lo yato ben choirin libatel mimelo. Lo yolecho am locholik moid, the highest, highest to try. 
you lose some, there's pretty, there's gruesome, there's lows and there's highs, hellos and goodbyes. You win some, you lose some, there's pretty, there's gruesome, there's ups and there's downs, but don't turn around. If I hear you singing this song, I know that you're trying. All you've got's that promise to keep fighting. You don't need a pretty picture trophy smiling If I hear you singing this song I know that you're trying your home run the only way to win is to have fun with humble eyes look to the sky the highest highest to try J.M. in the A.M. Well, Eighth Day is expected in studio tomorrow, and that's two of the songs that are on the brand-new uh, Lucky album. Eighth Day with Lo Alecha and Eighth Day with a Tfillin song. And we'll do some music with them, but the rumor is that Bensi will have his guitar. We might actually get a live music performance here, which will be pretty cool to do in studio here at J.M. in the A.M. So we'll figure all that out, and we'll... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll encourage everybody to tune in tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM and to tune into our uh, live music broadcast, what will hopefully turn out to be a live music broadcast here at JM in the AM. Oh, yes. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net. Use promo code radio for your 10% discount and try A&H today. Reminder that the Atid Society event for the Kushner Schools is this Sunday. Batsheva and, Mar- Mar- and Murray Halpern invite you. To be part of the big um, Elon Gold uh, event, Elon Gold uh, performance this coming Sunday. Information, you can speak with Lauren Shapiro, L. Shapiro, 
at jkha.org. L Shapiro at jkha.org. We also have the information up on our community calendar. Go to nachomsegel.com slash community dash calendar. And uh, you'll have all the info regarding the events. Benefits the uh, Kushner schools every every year, the uh, TID Society event. And uh, this year they've got Elon Gold, which is pretty cool, frankly. He did great in his appearance on JM and the AM. He was really great. <laughs> and very, very funny. And I'm sure that uh, whether you're a Curb fan or not, uh, you'll be into his performance. If you're a Curb fan, then boy, uh, he's really uh, taken a prominent role in that series for this season. More coming up. Yakov Shweki at JM in the AM.
reaching for eternity. I'm showing, showing, showing.
JM in the AM. <laughs> I didn't realize that song was ending. Yehuda Glanz. Yes, Makomba Live. Oh, doesn't that uh, doesn't that say it all? The Wonder of Life and Hine Elokena done by Yaakov Shweki. We had Eighth Day on, of course. Uh, they are appearing, please God, tomorrow right here in the studio at JM and the AM. Very much looking forward to that. Um... Um, oh, J.A. Morris says, great new Eighth Day song about trying. Looking forward to their interview. Picking back on that song, you play an old Avram Fried song, Koach, dedicated to my hardworking, incredible son, Yaakov. All right, we'll see if we can do that. So you can find the uh, Avram Fried Koach selection. Wednesday morning broadcast, J.M. and the A.M., Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebed Biosu and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Biosu Valevi. This will take a second again. I keep forgetting that our uh, studio machines have been more inactive this week than usual because of my uh, return uh, just yesterday morning from Israel. Anyway, uh, Rabbi W. Goldwasser's... Second. Okay. Always have to make sure to close out the Israel news before we go to Rabbi Goldwasser. Here he is with Morning Chizok. Good morning. We learn in Bereshis, Vayet ha-Yitzchok l'Hashem, in Yitzchok entreated Hashem, l'Noichach ishto, opposite his wife, Kiakorohi, because she did not have any children. A 52-year-old woman living in America didn't have any children. She and her husband had tried everything, but nothing helped. Desperate of a Yeshua, she turned to a Rav and asked for a bracha that she should be able to conceive. The Rav told her, if you want to have a child, go to Eretz Yisroel. There you will conceive. When a friend of the family heard what the Rav said, he was bothered. To move to Eretz Yisroel on the Rav's say-so, why should they be able to accomplish in Eretz Yisroel what they hadn't been able to accomplish in the States? They had already seen the best doctors. It didn't help. Moreover, the woman was no longer so young. Why the pressing need right now to travel to Eretz Yisrael? He just couldn't figure it out. Did everything the Rav ever said come true? However, the couple could not be deterred. The woman said, Who knows if this is going to help? And I will indeed be able to conceive in Eretz Yisrael. Finally, the friend said, If you give birth there, I'll sell all my belongings and I'll sit and learn in Eretz Yisrael. The couple went ahead with their plans. They ignored all their detractors. They settled in Eretz Yisrael. Baruch Hashem, nine months later, the woman gave birth to twins. When the friend heard about this, he immediately traveled to Eretz Yisrael and went to the great Goin Reb Chaim Kanievsky Shlita. He told him what had happened and asked whether he had to sell all of his belongings in order to come and learn in Eretz Yisrael. After all, he had not really meant that he was going to do it. Reb Chaim answered him, You have to be Mekayim your Haftacha. You have to fulfill your promise. You must sell your belongings and come to Eretz Yisrael and learn. It is very likely that only in the schus of your Haftacha, of your promise, that you are Mekabal upon yourself, that you accepted upon yourself that the woman conceived. 
This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. JM and the AM on a Wednesday. Uh, it is uh, no secret that um, one of the people uh, in the um, in the Jewish world, Israel, America, uh, that we admire greatly is uh, Danny Dayan. Danny Dayan served as a consul general of Israel in New York for five years. And the Yad Vashem, our friends the Yad Vashem, made a, um, and I guess uh, to an extent you have to say the government of Israel, right? Uh, made a um, wonderful decision uh, when he was uh, elected as, appointed as the new chairman of the Yad Vashem Directorate, uh, a position that has a tremendous influence not only in Israel but around the world as well. One of the things we always say about Danny Dayan is that um, uh, he's one of those people, unfortunately there are too few, uh, who when he uh, speaks publicly and represents the Jewish people in any forum, you never have to worry about the way we're going to be represented. With that in mind, uh, the uh, chairman of the directorate of Yad Vashem, Danny Dayan, is with us live via telephone. An absolute honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. My pleasure to be with you, Nachum. Thank you for, so much for your kind words, even if you were a little bit exaggerated. Well, you call it an exaggeration. I think there are only a handful of people we could depend on. That when they represent us on the world stage. They represent us really well, and we never have to worry. And frankly... Uh, you are in that category. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's 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 funny and interesting to see uh, the way the world um, uh, views uh, the Holocaust and the way that uh, people around the world reference the Holocaust. And I'm wondering now, in the position that you're in, if you take a strong stand and maybe even take some offense to the way that uh, some people uh, refer to it. What I'm talking about is... Um, it always seems to me, in light of recent events, that the terms Nazi, Holocaust, uh, any reference uh, to World War II uh, in reference to uh, what happened uh, to the Jewish people, it, it is always used a little too lightly and a little too indiscriminately. And I'm wondering if, uh, if that's something that you've become more sensitive to ever since assuming your position. Well, no, sure, no doubt uh, there is... Uh very worrying uh, tendency of what I would refer to as the uh, Holocaust trivialization, uh, making light comparisons of everything that we see around us, uh, including vaccines and other things, uh, to uh, the Holocaust. And that is totally unacceptable, that trivialization. But it is, there is even even, even worse form of uh, Holocaust trivialization, and that's the perfect comparison that people make between... Uh, uh, the defensive actions taken by the state of Israel to defend the lives of Jews, and uh, God forbid, uh, uh, the, the, what our enemies did uh, during uh, World War II, during the Shoah, and that is not just civilization; that is outright uh, outrageous and anti-Semitic. Yeah, some people would call it tremendous chutzpah that they would utilize uh, a reference to Nazism when it comes to uh, Israel uh, defending its residents and defending Jews around the world. Um, I, I always look at Yad Vashem differently than other Holocaust, and I know it's not only a Holocaust museum, that's clear, and, and that's something you can address. Uh, but I always felt that Holocaust memorials and museums around the world went out of their way to generalize uh, what the Nazis did and to include as many groups as possible, frankly, uh, as targets of, uh, of the Nazis' behavior during World War II, and that's not necessarily a criticism, it's just an observation. 
I think Yad Vashem has uh, been unique in that it's uniquely Jewish and uh, concentrates on the Jewish experience during World War II. Would you say that that's one of the ways Yad Vashem separates itself from other Holocaust memorials and museums around the world? You're correct. Uh, You're correct. Uh, First of all, in two counts, you are correct that Yad Vashem is not only a museum. It's a vast institution that has also a museum. We have a top-notch research center about the Holocaust studies, an academic research center. We have 200 million items archive of things related to the Shoah, to the Holocaust. We have the fastest, the largest library anywhere in the world uh, with uh, uh, Holocaust books and films. Uh, we have uh, a, a, a cutting-edge uh, school, uh, international school of Holocaust education, and we are also the only institution in the world that is entitled, in the name of the Jewish people, and I come here to your specific question, in the name of the Jewish people, to grant the most, uh, the highest award that Israel can uh, give a person the righteous among the nations for saving Jews during uh, those dark periods of the Shoah. But yes, you are right, Nahum, we are the museum of the victims. We are the institution of the victims. We are not uh, uh, just a general uh, purpose uh, Holocaust uh, uh, institution, but we represent the victims. We represent each individual victim. And that is the reason why we are so, I would even use the word obsessed on gathering information about any, uh, about all the six million victims, Jewish victims of the Shoah. We have to this day, with really painstaking uh, uh, work, we have gathered 4.8 million names of uh, uh, Shoah victims, of Jewish Shoah victims. We are indeed the Shoah Remembrance Institution of the Jewish people, for the Jewish people and for the entire world, but concentrating in the Jewish in the, in the Shoah of the Jewish people. Ambassador Danny Dayan is with us. He's the chairman of Yad Vashem. Uh, you and I have had many conversations. So many of them have focused on your life, uh, on Aliyah. We've had the opportunity to talk about the state of Israel being the uh, uh, being the place of the future of the Jewish people. I would think that that's something that you still believe and promote. Certainly, it's one of the missions that we have here is to remind people that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. And in general, you have an amazing vision for the future. With that in mind, I have to assume that as much as Yad Vashem might seem to people something about the past, an education about the past, I'd have to assume that when you took this position, you saw it with a vision toward the future and what Yad Vashem can do to enhance Jewish life and really influence on the world in years to come. Am I right about that? And how do you see Yad Vashem's role going forward? Indeed, you are right. You know, uh, Nahum, when I came to this country, I thought that uh, anti-Semitism in modern days, in contemporary days, is somewhat overblown, uh, exaggerated. Well, it, I discovered very quickly after Charlottesville, and especially after uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Poway, California, and New, and Jersey City, New Jersey, and uh, Monty, New York, 15 Jews were murdered for being Jews in this country. I understood that uh, I was wrong that anti-Semitism is a very real present-day problem. And uh, I think that educating the world about the Shoah uh, is one of the important ways to, to, to combat anti-Semitism. We are approaching, unfortunately, for natural reasons, we are approaching the days in which uh, no more survivors will be with, uh, amongst us, no more 
direct witnesses will be amongst us, and that makes the task, the mission of Yad Vashem, uh, much more challenging, but also much more vital, much more important. We will have to be the witnesses. We will have to be those that convey uh, uh, what happened. Uh, and, you know, in addition to that, I will tell you that probably I will say, I say it uh, sadly, but it is also a fact. Uh, there are many issues that divide the Jewish people these days. Uh, 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 and I think that the legacy and the remembrance of the Shoah is one of those that unite us. Therefore, I definitely intend to use the, the remembrance of the Shoah, of the Holocaust, as a unifying tool for the Jewish people, both sides of the ocean. Wow. Yeah, and I wonder, first of all, it's heartwarming, and unfortunately it's very sad to hear you list all the recent anti-Semitic episodes that happened here in the United States. I think all of us have to remember those. Um, but I think Yad Vashem really can have an important role going forward uh, just on the topic of anti-Semitism today. I'm not suggesting that there has to be <laughs> a, an annex to Yad Vashem uh, that displays all that's that's happening now in the 2020s, uh, but it, it, it's certainly a uh, a worthy um, a worthy piece of the whole story if they would uh, become a beacon of information and a beacon of hope, frankly, um, in, in terms of uh, the Jewish community's ability to move forward in the diaspora even under these circumstances of anti-Semitism. And I had a feeling that you'd be looking toward the future in this position. By the way, we, we if I'm not mistaken, your own daughter uh, has had episodes uh, that she's had to deal with on campus. Am I right? With uh, anti, yeah, anti That's correct. In, in Columbia University, yeah. where she's now in her senior graduate year, definitely. She was very active all along those years in, in pro-Israel advocacy, pro-Jewish advocacy. She's a very proud member of the Jewish people and a very proud uh, uh, Israeli. And yes, she suffered also from harassment, for bullying, for being uh, Jewish. Yes, no, definitely. There's... But, you know, she... She, she she knows how to respond. Yeah, that, <laughs> and the journalists have certainly confirmed that in conversations and articles about her. Um, there was somebody here in this neighborhood who was a college student in a local Manhattan college and uh, had, had forged many you know, positive relationships with colleagues and fellow students. And the moment that she revealed that at one time she was a member of the IDF, all that was gone. And I think people need yeah, I think people need to realize just how strong a sentiment the anti-Semitism is and anti-Israel sentiment is and just how many battles are going on on college campuses and so many other areas here in the United States. And I can only imagine what it's like in other countries. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, uh, I, I will tell you, Nahum, uh, I'm not implying that we are in a situation similar in any way to Germany of the 30s. No, right. thank God we are. Uh, very far from that. But, uh, you know, there is one difference between us and uh, our brethren then in Europe in the 30s. We have the experience that they lacked. They probably couldn't imagine that anti-Semitism can acquire such monstrous dimensions if it's not stopped immediately. So that's the lesson that we have to learn. In my view, there are, my, in my view, there are two uh, uh, central lessons to the Shoah. The first one, as I said, that when anti-Semitism starts to develop, it has to be confronted immediately, forcibly, uh, uh, by Jews and by non-Jews. And when I say anti-Semitism, I don't mean only uh, anti-Semitism by groups in society, 
but they also mean by countries, by governments, by regimes, like the Iranian regime in Tehran, that is a fanatic regime that calls for the annihilation of the Jewish state. And the second uh, uh, lesson for me is uh, it's obvious that uh, the vital necessity uh, of the existence of a robust, secure, independent Jewish state. You know, Nahum, figuratively, I would say we all were in the St. Louis ship, uh, wandering from port to port, yeah. uh, from Havana to Miami to New York, being denied entry. And uh, we uh, uh, know that uh, had the Jewish state existed those days, the Jews of the uh, St. Louis would have had a, a safe haven to receive them and to embrace them instead of going back to Europe and ultimately to the guest chamber. I worry because, uh, you know, we're, we're getting to the point where there are very few people left who remember life without a Jewish state. <laughs> Today's generations only know life with a strong and secure Israel, and I hope they understand how important it is to keep it strong and secure. By the way, when you were up for this position, I'm sure there were some who said, oh, what does somebody with a South American background know about the Shoah? The reality is your family was touched by the Shoah the same as many other uh, thousands of families around the world. Well, definitely, uh, my family's origin is from Eastern Europe. Uh, actually, my dad was born in in, in Ukraine, right. uh, not far from Kiev. Uh, and you know, they escaped, they emigrated uh, to South America to Argentina because of uh, Ukrainian anti-Semitism. Because in the twenties, there were the previous century, there was. There were terrible pogroms in which tens of thousands, tens of thousands Jews were murdered across uh, Ukraine. So, uh, uh, in some, we forgot uh, in some sense about it because later came a much greater calamity, the Shoah, right. uh, uh, where we, where millions were murdered, not only tens of thousands. But uh, unfortunately, those uh, uncles of my father that uh, stayed in uh, Europe uh, were uh, 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 murdered yeah. by the Nazis. Danny Dayan is the new chair of Yad Vashem. Finally, um, we talk about a strong Israel, strong and secure state of Israel, and everyone around the world has to make sure to do everything in its power to uh, make sure that Israel is strong and secure. We talk about the memory of the six million and how that has to be a a strong memory and in some ways uh, inspire us to move forward and continue in the future with a strong Israel and a strong uh, vigilance against anti-Semitism around the world. Um, You know... I'm sure you've been told <laughs> that this past weekend, Yad Vashem USA had a very, very successful virtual gala. As we worry about how the next generation is going to um, take this memory of the Shoah and utilize it to move forward in a positive way, it has to be heartwarming for you to know that there are still so many people who are ready to support and who are ready to stand up for the importance of Yad Vashem. What was your reaction when you heard about the success that happened in the United States? Well, I was very glad. I am very appreciative of the work that is done by the American Society for Yad Vashem. It's lay leaders, it's professional leaders. Uh, all of them really uh, do an amazing work. Uh, we also honor the Hytingen family uh, and their offsprings, uh, uh, the Silvers and the Davidowitz. And uh, it was really a very emotional uh, event. I was actually not only heard about it, I was uh, with right. the with the honorees, and with the leadership of American society uh, for Yad Vashem in a watch party because uh, the gala was uh, virtual. Right. Uh, but uh, we, we shared with him 
with the honorees and with the leadership of the American Society for Yad Vashem is a wonderful experience, very encouraging. And yes, you know, to have uh, 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 to do the extensive, the, the, the worldwide uh, activity that Yad Vashem does uh, uh, needs of the resources, and we are glad that the gala was uh, very successful. I told you, when I think of you, I think of future, I think of vision. But I, I know you agree that the only way a Jew can move forward with future and vision is if they keep the past at the forefront of their mind. And Yad Vashem is, I think, doing both brilliantly, keeping the memory of the six million and the entire uh, history of the Shoah uh, a, a relevant and important to Jews everywhere in Israel and around the world, and at the same time uh, moving forward in a way that uh, brings tremendous hope to the Jewish future. I, I take this opportunity to wish you a mazal tov. It's the first time I've spoken to you since uh, your appointment, uh, since you became chair. And uh, as I said earlier, I think the position is in great hands. And uh, I, I, I bless you and everybody at Yad Vashem to, in fact, keep the past alive and keep the future very, very bright. Thank you so much, Nahum. As always, it's been a pleasure to be with you on the air, and I will tell you, you are right again. Uh, Judaism is about remembrance. Pesach yeah. is about remembrance. Yeah. Our exodus from Egypt and uh, uh, Hanukkah is about remember yeah. the Maccabim, remembrance of the Maccabim, and Tisha B'Av is about remembrance of the destruction of our temples. And without remembrance of our past, there is no Judaism in our future. 100%. Todara Balachan Mazaltov. Todara Balachum. Ambassador Danny Dayan is now the chair of Yad Vashem, and Trust me, I watched very carefully this process of who would be the next chair of Yad Vashem. They had been led um, for many, many years uh, by one chairman. And uh, I knew that the process was going to be complicated. And I think if you look at the history of just before Danny Dayan uh, uh, was, in fact, um, elected, appointed, I don't remember exactly how it works, uh, approved, confirmed, um, you'll see that it was, uh, you know, a, a little bit uh, shaky, and then uh, they made an amazing decision uh, bringing him into this position. And I was hoping that, uh, in fact, his incredible vision, his incredible looking, uh, his incredible view of the future of the Jewish people would have a big, big role in the way that he uh, addressed being chair of Yad Vashem. And I think it's obvious from what he told us that that's exactly what's going on, which is pretty amazing. More coming up. You're listening to a. Uh, you're listening to a um, Wednesday morning edition of JMNAM. A reminder, tomorrow, eighth day live in studio. Eighth day live in studio. That happens tomorrow morning. The rumor is that Bensi Marcus will have his guitar with him, which means a live music alert Thursday right here at JM in the AM. All right, everybody, sing with me.
Wake up, Eden. Wake up, Eden. Get up, let's open our eyes. Wake up, Eden. Wake up, Eden. Let's dance this colors goodbye. Wake up, Eden. Wake up, Eden. Get up, let's open our eyes. Wake up, Eden. Wake up, Eden. Let's dance this colors goodbye. J.M. in the A.M., Wake Up Yidin from Eighth Day wraps up the hour. <laughs> uh, eighth Day's going to be here tomorrow. That's one of the reasons I'm so uh, excited, frankly. Uh, they should be in studio tomorrow. We're calling it a live music alert Thursday because... Why are we calling it a live music alert Thursday? Because... Um, uh, ben C. Marcus of Eighth Day is expected to bring his guitar with him. 
hopefully I'll have the the nerve to suggest that he actually perform for us here at JM in the AM with his wonderful brother. Um, all right, so we will uh, we will have Eighth Day in studio tomorrow. The brand new album is entitled Lucky here at JM in the AM. Uh, and hopefully I can get this playlist to work so I can remind you what we're doing here. There we go. Uh, it's America. Oh, and before that, of course, we did the Eitan Katz La Mancha, and I did it because, even though it's not really that time of year, because last Thursday night, uh, I had the privilege of being at the uh, parent-son Kumsitz with Eitan Katz at TABC, the great TABC. Thank you, Rabbi Edelman and company over at TABC. We had an amazing time there Thursday night, and of course, as you can imagine, that song La Mancha was a big, big part of it. To say the least, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world of web and AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Rabbi Mordechai Kanelski is with us live via telephone. I mentioned earlier we're 12 days away from Hanukkah. I figured we'd check in with Rabbi Kanelski about Hanukkah and about Yudtes Kislev, which is, of course, coming up six days from now. If I'm not mistaken, Briss Avram is going to be doing a major event this coming weekend. Uh, and who knows what else we'll find out from Rabbi Kanelski. Harav Mordechai Kanelski, Briss Avram, welcome back to JM and the AM. Nachal Siegel, welcome. <laughs> Don't, tell us, please, how was that Kodesh? Well, look, uh, first of all, it's amazing to be in Israel, even if it's only for one day. It's incredible to be in Yerushalayim. And Monday night, I had the opportunity to be at the Hanukkah Tabinyan, the uh, dedication of the brand new building of Nefesh Benefesh headquarters in Israel. And Rabbi Kanelsky, as you know, I always say this, and I know you believe it, the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel, and it is hard not to come away with that feeling when you've been with the people with, uh, of Nefesh Benefesh uh, for the entire Monday evening. And then got back yesterday with the tremendous memories, and very glad that even though it's hard to do a one-day trip, that I actually did it. So kolakavod to them, and I appreciate you asking. Um, so and I want to tell yeah. you, we all yearning to be there. We're saying every single day yeah. that we want to be in Eretz Hakodesh, and this is the holiest place, and this is the place for every single Jew forever. Yeah, it is our place, and if you think That's that, pe- right. and if you think people can tell Jews in the diaspora that it's not our place, they are wrong. Whether they're Jews or not, if they try to say that it's less of a place for us than for them, they are incorrect. It is the place for all Jews in the entire world and throughout our entire. History. Rabbi Kanelski, hey, Afrelech in Chanukah, 12 days away from the big holiday, one of your favorite holidays, one of the holidays that keeps everybody at Bris Avram very, very busy. How are you preparing for the for the Chag Urim? How are you preparing for Chanukah? We are have now outside of Bris Avram in the back. You will see that we display all the menorahs to check that all the lights are on, everything works before we are trying to deliver them to every single place. Amazing. Then Rabbi Wilensky, who yeah. is the administrator, he really is busy to pick up every single menorah and to check that every single light is there to make sure that there are over 140 menorahs will be placed in every single place to light up the millions of travelers to see what is by Yomim Hoheim, this man has You know what's funny, Rabbi Kanelsky? In the old days, you and I would get on the air before Hanukkah and list the places where you would have a Hanukkah, where you would have a Hanukkah menorah for people to see 
no matter if it's a bridge or a tunnel or a store or a uh, city hall, wherever it was. Now that list is so long, we can't read it on the air anymore. All I'll say is, all I'll say is that if people are around the tri-state area, especially at the bridges and tunnels, and especially at some of the major malls in New Jersey, uh, chances are they're looking at a bris of Ram Chanukiah. Correct? A hundred percent. I just want to tell you, you're talking about places. Just Newark Airport is going to have eleven menorahs of bris of Ram. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Just Newark Airport, in the entrance, every single terminal, air train, a, a, arrivals, departures, whatever you say, has to be the menorah of Brisa Brom. Wow. That no traveler will be able to pass by without seeing the menorah. Unbelievable. It's pretty remarkable. And like I said, we're not doing the list. <laughs> All I'm saying is there's nobody better connected to Port Authority than Rabbi Kodelsky. So if you're at an airport, a tunnel, a bridge, chances are it's a Brisa Brom. Hanukkah and that they are uh, celebrating Hanukkah. And you, you look, you've said it. You've said it for many, many years to us. We don't realize the impact this has on Jews and non-Jews in terms of light, in terms of spirit, in terms of uh, uh, of uh, Nisa, making sure to publicize the miracle of Hanukkah and the and frankly the miracle of the Jewish people. It makes a tremendous impact on people. The hundreds of thousands that are going to see these uh, these menorahs around town. I want to tell you that we just celebrated our 42nd annual dinner, and we honored the executives of Port Authority. Right. And the director of Pet Train, representing the chairman of the board and the executive director for, of Port Authority, spoke. And she says that she is responsible of putting five menorahs, one of them at World Trade Center. Wow. And she says, you don't know how I, a whole year, wait for that moment, because when that light of the Hanukkah, I see it sparkling my soul, and she is not a Jewish person. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, <laughs> so I was right. I was right. <laughs> Even people who are Jewish get tremendous inspiration from it, and what's a better Kiddush Hashem than that? All right, so that's number one. We're getting close to Hanukkah. Everybody keep in mind, it's not just latkes and dreidel. It's also about making sure to uh, celebrate and um, and publicize the miracle of Hanukkah. And Brissav Ram is doing an amazing job. If you want to be a sponsor, if you want to take part, Rabbi Kanelsky does have opportunities for people to actually join in with some of the government officials, with some of the Port Authority officials, to actually be at the lighting of the Hanukkah on one of the nights of Hanukkah. If you want to participate in any way, uh, maybe do it with your children. I don't know. I'm offering stuff for Kanelski that I don't think you mind me offering. No, no, no. Uh, 908-289-0770. 908-289-0770. You can go to brisavrum.org. Brisavrum with O's. Avram is with O's. Uh, the letter O. Uh, brisavrum.org. And you can make arrangements for Kanelski and his family to participate. And you would welcome anybody who wants to be part of it. 100%. Give them the number again, please. 908-289-0770. 908-289-0770. 0770. Call that number. Donate. Support Rabbi Kanelsky's work. We always say that. But in addition, you can arrange for you and your family to actually be at one of these really cool Hanukkah lightings. It is cool to be on the George Washington Bridge It is cool and light a menorah. It is cool to be on the Palisades Parkway. It is cool to be in a mall. It is cool to be at the airport. Trust me, I've done it, and it's really nice, and it's something you may want to do with your family. Again, just support the work of Rabbi Kanelsky and his uh, incredible efforts, 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770. All right, we got a couple of minutes that I want to spend on Yutes Kislev 
Uh, 8 o'clock this coming Sunday night, all men and all women are invited to the Fumbrengan uh, that's going to be happening, uh, plus dinner that's going to be happening in honor of Yutes Kislev. It honors the liberation of the Alta Rebbe and the passing of the Magad of uh, Mezrich. Um, Rabbi Kanelsky, it's happening 8 o'clock this coming Sunday night at the Brissov Rum Center on Salem Avenue in Hillside, New Jersey. Everybody, as I just said, is invited to be there on Sunday night. Before we talk about the special guest you're bringing in, explain the significance of the 19th of Kislev. The 19th of Kislev is the day that is being called Rosh Hashanah of Hasidus, the new year for Hasidus. For over 200 years, the Chabad Lubavitch movement that was founded by the first Lubavitch Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe, the author of the Shulchan Aruch and the Tanya, and his day that he was liberated from jail for spreading Hasidus, then we are gathering in that day or prior to that day to commemorate, to celebrate, and to undertake upon us to do something in what Hasidus did for 200 years around, around the globe. And wherever you go and you see any Chabad, this is Hasidus that started 200 years ago by the Alter Rebbe. Our Rebbe is the seventh in the dynasty then we are getting this Sunday, prior to your test Kislev, at 8 o'clock, men and women, separate seating, but men and women, we will sit and, and celebrate, sing songs, listen to a marvelous speaker. I will soon speak about this speaker. And dinner will be served in honor of that special Yom Tov. Now that's happening at the Brissav Rum Center, Salem Avenue and Hillside, this Sunday night. Everyone, we encourage you to attend now. How did you decide that the amazing Ravmanis Friedman uh, would be the person to speak this year and be part of this program? I tell you, I, I am a fan of Manis. I heard him many, many times to speak, and I always try to get him to come for an event here. And it's, I don't know why, either I call too late or people <laughs> are ordering him too early. I never had the privilege. This time I called, he says, Rabbi, if you want to, I should come. I could come a day before on Sunday night. I ah. said, perfect. Sunday night will be Sunday night. Right. And that's it. So why not? Uh, and, and he has incredible stories. He speaks uh, amazing. He has an amazing presentation. And everyone gets an opportunity to enjoy his presentation this coming Sunday night. Rabbi Manus Friedman, those of you who've seen his books, a lot of videos, a lot of audio tapes. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of stuff that he's done over the years. Uh, and he is a, a wonderful speaker, and you get to enjoy him this coming Sunday night. And even if it's not actually Yudtes Kislev, the event is actually commemorating Yudtes Kislev, right? We could say it like that. A hundred percent. It's the 18th, it's the night of the 18th of Kislev. Right. I think it's even better. When you hear to Rabbi Manus Friedman a day before, you will know what Yudtes Kislev is representing for. Then Monday night when Yudtes Kislev comes, you will know, hey, the rabbi told us something unique and special, and I'm sure that each one of us will hear something from Manus Friedman that we never heard before. He is a world-renowned author, counselor, lecturer, and philosopher, uh, the most popular rabbi on YouTube. He is Rabbi Manus Friedman. He is the special guest of Rabbi Kanelsky, the Kanelsky family, and everybody at Bris Avram this coming Sunday night, which is the 18th of Kislev, but to commemorate Yudtes Kislev, and a special from bringing honoring the liberation of the Alter Rebbe and the passing of the Magad of Mezrich. It's this coming Sunday night, 8 o'clock, Brissavram Center on Salem Avenue in Hillside. Dinner will be served. Men and women are invited, and we are encouraging everybody to be part of it this coming Sunday night. It's going to be something extra special 
especially with Manus Friedman uh, being there uh, on Sunday night. Also, I remind, and information, I'll give you the phone number in a minute. I also remind you, Rabbi Kanelsky and his uh, incredible organization are going to make sure that Pirsume Nisa is not ignored this year or any year, spreading the miracle and the incredible uh, news of uh, the miracle of Hanukkah and the light and inspiration and the sparkle, as you heard uh, Rabbi Kanelsky mention earlier, uh, based on the person that said it to him, the sparkle of the spirit of the holiday will continue and will be as bright as ever. If you want to be a sponsor, if you want to go ahead and bring your family to be part of one of these incredible Hanukkiah lightings, and I've done it, and they really are inspiring. When you realize you've just lit a menorah that's now going to be seen by 100,000 people overnight, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, call them at 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770. Go to brisavram.org and to get ready for an amazing Hanukkah. Rabbi Kanelsky, what can I say? Tadaraba to you. Tadaraba uh, to you, and please send the best to your dear Ashes Chayel. I certainly Stacey, will. And together, continue to, spe- to give the spirit to every single person around the world. Greatly appreciate that, Rabbi. Thank you so much. Sunday night, everybody. If I'm bringing worth going to, they're all worth going to, but you get my point. Uh, try your hardest to be there. And, uh, and again, if you want to be a participant in, in a really cool way to spread the light of Hanukkah, as I described it, be in touch with Rebecca Kanelsky, 908-289-0770. More coming up. It's an amazing Wednesday broadcast at JM in the AM. Rock me to Chahava, below me to Gan Eden. Rock me to Chahava, and me obeyed Otcha. Rock me to Chahava, below me to Gan Eden. Rock me to Chahava. Oh! 
Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. I know that a lot of dinners had to go virtual. I know that. And I know a lot of dinners that are still taking place have a virtual component to it. Uh, but one of the reasons that I'm so happy that the Ohel dinner, and I've been saying this now for the last couple of weeks, I'm so happy the Ohel dinner is... Uh, back to a real in-person dinner is because it is one of the most inspiring nights of the year. It's really as simple as that. I say this every time, and I said it earlier this morning. If you're going to go to one dinner, and I go to a lot of dinners, and I work with a lot of organizations, so, and nobody's ever taken offense to this, but I always say if you go to one dinner each year, make it oh hell because you never, ever leave without being inspired. Uh, and David Mandel, the CEO of OHEL, is with us live via telephone, ready to invite everybody to make a last-minute reservation for Sunday night at the New York Marriott Marquis. David, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It is absolutely wonderful to be with you this morning. Welcome back from Israel. I appreciate that very much, and uh, it's going to be wonderful to be with you Sunday night, and I say that because you know what I mean. Uh, virtual's fine, serves a purpose. If there's a component that's virtual, that's also fine. But there's something about this get-together after 52 years of annual galas for OHEL that is always really inspiring to be there live and in person. I would imagine you and your staff, with all the pressure of pre-dinner, I would imagine there's a sense of excitement for Sunday night. Nachum, I went out Sunday night a couple of days ago for dinner to a restaurant that I hadn't been to with my family for two years. Huh. And it was electric. And I mean this sincerely. Exhilarating. You know, the noise. It's exhilarating. The noise, the people saying a lot of people in this very nice restaurant. And that's what we're looking forward to Sunday night yeah. at Old House Gala. People getting together, coming together. You know, the the hotel requires, the New York Marriott Marquis requires, and, and uh, you know, we're letting everyone know that people uh, need to show proof of vaccination because it's a New York City right. requirement. right. And OHEL is happy to follow whatever requirements are, are, are out there. And we are so, so excited about getting back together in person this Sunday night. We have amazing honorees, and I appreciate the opportunity for you and I to speak this morning. Yeah, you have great honorees. We've spoken to some of them on the air. And like I say, there's just something about being together uh, which is going to be amazing. It's this Sunday at the New York Marriott Marquis. It's a buffet dinner that starts at 5 p.m. The program begins at 6.30. The program's always comprehensive, and as I keep saying, very inspiring. You could help pay tribute to the guests of honor, Mark and Shavy Schlossberg, to the Liberty One group that's being recognized as a corporate honoree, to Usher and, and uh, Tsipora Pollock, uh, who are receiving the Mrs. Rose Pollock Young Leadership Award. And there's an, a, a tribute that'll be uh, going on during the dinner to the memory of Miriam Weiss, uh, not just a memorial tribute, but celebrating her incredible life and the accomplishments, especially. I mean, you know, David, you talk about a professional in a professional capacity who really gave their heart and soul for an organization. Uh, you're going to be remembering somebody who was really important to OHEL this coming Sunday night. 
Miriam was very much a, a special part of old health for 20 years in terms of the love that she exuded for all the clients that all held the families, individuals with disabilities, the thousands of people. She knew so many people by name. And not only are we celebrating, but we're also going to be announcing a special dedication Ooh. in her name, in her honor, and we're looking forward to it. And at the same time, I also want to recognize the work that Michelle Salzberger and Tammy Kornfeld, right. our leaders in development and marketing, that are doing and bringing together um, this this special evening. You know, you started by saying about the virtual galas, they're nice. They are nice. And OHO had a virtual gala, um, you know, during uh, COVID this past year. But there is something, there's something magical about getting together and being together and celebrating in person. So this Sunday night, we're looking forward to a very special evening in Nachum. We really, 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 really genuinely thank you the way you speak about OHEL all the years. And um, everyone is going to be able to see you Sunday night, <laughs> powering <laughs> over. Not just virtually, huh? You know, I, I, David, you know, and I've said this history, and my listeners, those who are regular listeners, and I know we're always getting new listeners, so I'll, I'll just tell them, but... This all began over three decades ago for one reason, because it was an emergency for OHEL in terms of foster care, and we were able to get on the air and just ask people out there to consider becoming foster parents. That's how it's all started, and anybody remembers, everybody out there uh, affiliated with OHEL from those days remembers uh, that's how this relationship started. It's been a really strong relationship since then, uh, but there have been some ups and downs in the community since then, and COVID, frankly, has been somewhat of a down, and I say it that way because you and your staff really had to step things up to help adults and kids navigate through this pandemic. And if people think it was easy, it was not. You had to get more volunteers and staff aboard. You had to institute whatever programs and whatever sessions and whatever uh, uh, whatever Zoom sessions had to be implemented in order to continue things and in order to implement new things that people needed. I I'd have to assume that you look back at the last year and a half just wondering how your organization was able to pull all this off. It's, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm, I'm taking a second to really um, think about a response to you because you just said so much in that, in that one sentence. Um, we remind people that prior to COVID, one out of every three calls that we received from families about children and about themselves related to anxiety, one out of every three. Wow. Over the past 18 months, two out of every three calls we received from parents relating to children's issues was about anxiety, two out of every three parents. I don't think anybody needs an explanation because everybody understands what happened and the, the homeschooling and the technology that worked, that didn't work, and coming to school, and that's canceled. You went to school for two days, and a kid in your class got COVID, so then yeah. the whole class, you know, stopped coming to school for, for a week. Yeah. It was turbulent. And thankfully, OHEL was positioned professionally, technologically, and with tremendous interest to be able to respond. And thankfully, here we are today, and we continue. Example tonight. 
<clears throat> Tonight we're having a Ferrazoom, OHEL's Ferrazoom platform, which is the way we communicated with people, therapy over Zoom, mm-hmm. not really therapy, information, counseling, what we call psychoeducational, psychological educational. And um, tonight we're doing a session on weed, on marijuana. Wow. New York is one of many states. Right. New York is one of many states that has legalized marijuana. Mm-hmm. So the conversation is the following, Nachum. Okay, Baruch Hashem, you have children, and as a parent, we understand this. Marijuana is legalized. So how do you deal with it now with your children? Right. But mom, it's legal. But Abba, everyone else is doing it. But mom, I can go and and buy it in the store. Why are you being so old-fashioned? Didn't you use it in high school or college? What did you do? That's a conversation. Wow. I don't know how you stay ahead of the curve. It's amazing. But all these issues keep popping. I shouldn't say it like that. So many new issues keep popping up. I never would have even realized (laughs) that this was something that has to be addressed. And obviously, anybody listening, I'm sure, agrees that it's got to be addressed. I want to remind everybody um, that as we get ready for Sunday night, you can make your reservation by going to ohelfamily.org. And I remind you that OHEL, with everything that we just discussed, David and I, about COVID and, and the two out of three, et cetera, and, and the most up-to-date type of, uh, of session you could possibly have, which is happening tonight, OHEL is serving more than 23,000 individuals in their programs. 23,000. That's an entire major city. <laughs> 23,000 individuals. Over 500 adults with disabilities are living in OHEL residences. Over 55,000 have mental health counseling sessions in just the last year. 6,700 isolated seniors were visited in the year 2020. 750 families received respite services. There are three domestic violence shelters. We never even talk about that. 15,000 children have been helped through the COVID anxiety situations, as David described. 50 schools are getting supportive mental health services. And over 10,000 are in these TheraZoom webinars over the last year that David just outlined, uh, uh, for example, the one going on tonight so all with everything happening with covid etc and all these things that are at the forefront all this is happening in the background with an amazing staff and volunteers that's just remarkable you know david the not to put you on the spot because i don't know uh, if if this is your theme for sunday night or not when you speak uh but the theme of the dinner is forward in strength and i think those are two really uh separate yet related concepts going forward and at the same time doing so, so uh, in a position of strength. What does the theme of Sunday night's dinner uh, mean to you when you think about forward in strength? First of all, Nachem, you mentioned that Ohio is like a little city. Sometimes I think <laughs> that we're like uh, the country of New Zealand. We, uh, what do they have? Four and a half million people. Right. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, maybe, you know, we need, we need some more land like New Zealand. <laughs> we need to expand. Um, the word forward to me uh, comes from the concept of Kadima, um, the IDF. Um, offices always march in the front, right. and they use the word Kadima, forward, charge, going forward. And the word strength is exactly what it is. Coming out of COVID, I like to talk about the silver lining of COVID. I mean, COVID was terrible, horrible. The number. There's not enough words to describe the pain that people felt. Uh, The people that were lost, that passed away, that were sick, the long-term effects of COVID, 
it, it, it's a transformational moment in history without question. You know, they're going to be talking 100 years from now, just like we talk about yeah. the 1918 pandemic. Right. They'll be talking about the 2020 pandemic. At the same time, Nachum, a person has to move forward in strength. Um, you, you have to gather your senses, your courage, your resilience. OHEL does a lot of work in, in resilience, and Sifi Vider uh, has produced several amazing landmark books together with the, the staff at OHEL on resilience, that, that, that feeling in the pit of your stomach. People talk about the pit in your stomach in a negative way. We talk about it in a positive way. That, that inner feeling in your stomach gives you strength, fortitude, resilience to move forward. And that's why we are just um, so excited about Mark and Shady Schlossberg and um, Usher and Sapora Pollock and Liberty One that are supporting Gohel's work and Miriam Weiss's family and friends to enable us to go forward. So when I think about COVID, in the last 20 months, I think about this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity now. For some people, it's a restart. Yeah. For some people, it's a continuation. But for all people, I literally say to people, let's have a conversation without using the word COVID. <laughs> yeah, hard to do, right? These days, it's hard to Let's have a conversation. You know, when someone tells me they're going to get a shot or they're going to get a booster, I say, great, wonderful. And I really try to change the topic. (laughs) Right. I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. And we'll get there eventually. We'll get there eventually. Instead of remembering every moment about COVID, we'll soon forget it, hopefully. Uh, Trauma. The the reason is, I'm sorry, Nachum, the reason is because we talk a lot about trauma and we'll be talking about it uh, Sunday night at the OHEL Gala. You know, the more you use words in a negative way, the more they become part of the vocabulary. Right. The more your thinking and attitude is about the problems in your life, the more that's embedded in your psyche. So we're not being Pollyannish. Anxiety, trauma, those are all very, very serious words. No question but about it. We want to we want to try to help people shape their own behavior in some towards the positive rather than towards the negative. We want to make sure OHEL has what they need to keep going forward, everybody. It really is as simple as that. And I hope if you can't make it, certainly support them. We'll give you the web address in a second. If you can make it. Uh, you'll be happy you made it, not just to see everybody, but to be inspired by their dinner, which is always an inspiring one. Uh, ohelgala.org, direct information about what's happening Sunday night, ohelgala.org. You can also email gala at ohelfamily.org, and there's a phone number, 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338. And for those of you listening on our website right now, uh, it's really easy because if you go to the community calendar, you will see all the information for the 52nd annual OHEL Gala. It's there under November the 21st in our community calendar.
David Mandel, CEO of OHEL, I'm wishing you a mazal tov. I have a feeling that we could already say that Sunday night's a success, but uh, uh, let's get there. Let's get there Sunday night, be with everybody, and and, uh, certainly make sure that it's a successful event as we want OHEL to continue to move forward in strength. And I look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Nachum, I look forward to seeing you. And if I may, first let me wish you and your family a wonderful day and upcoming Thank Thanksgiving in whatever way we celebrated, because everybody likes to say that the children of immigrants. So I'm an immigrant. I'm a child of an immigrant. And we celebrated Thanksgiving, thankfully, for living in this really, really wonderful country. And Hanukkah is coming up. And we want to wish everyone a Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah, lichtige Hanukkah, and Ohel will be celebrating Hanukkah in a special way. As you know, on Wednesday, fourth night Hanukkah, December 1st, the Sammy and Leah Trencher Hanukkah celebration for hundreds, hundreds of individuals that get together. And I have to, assu- and I have to assume that didn't happen last year. You know, last year we went on a flatbed truck. Right, that's what happened. I remember out that. Right, donuts. You actually brought the, right. You brought the party to the residences, if I remember correctly. Shlomi Dax was singing right. on the back of a truck. Right. While I was standing, you know, twenty feet away next to a warmer because it was very cold <laughs> on the truck, an open flatbed truck. It was. You know what, Nachum. That was fun. I remember. I'm happy to be back in. I'm yeah. happy to be back indoors for Hanukkah party. Right. So this Hanukkah celebration is not just a, an annual celebration; it's also a get back together celebration, which is pretty amazing. And that's happening on the first of December. Please God, uh, David, I thank you. I thank you for everything. Um, I, I I feel like uh, just indulge me for a second because I mentioned to you off the air that this coming Friday night, it'll be 26 weeks since the way too abrupt passing of our dear friend Mayor Weingarten, and in, and 26 in radio terms is significant because it's two quarters, it's half a year. This Friday night on the calendar will be exactly half a year. And um, uh, n- not that anybody needs to know the details, uh, but you were there for us, for me and for the JMNAM family, and it's something we will never, ever forget. So I'm just going to say that as we, uh, uh, we're mem- remembering a lot of people uh, during this conversation, those who um, who were victims of COVID, uh, we spoke about Miriam Weiss and her legacy. I'm going to remember Mayor during this conversation as I thank you as well. You know what Mayor would say to you, Nachum, it's very nice that 26 represents two quarters of radio time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nachum, <laughs> I know, 26. Nachum, Mayor I know. would say, represents, 26 represents your cable. <laughs> yeah, I know. He would, he, he would probably say that's more significant, but, you know, what can I tell you? I, I can't get out of this mentality for the last 40 years of thinking in radio terms, so he would, he would understand that as well, trust me. <laughs> Mayor was a very, very special person in oh, every yes. year on Yom Yerushalayim. Oh. Oh yes, and all all the programs. Um, he was he was and remains a very special person. Well, I again I can't thank you enough, and that's all I'll say. And I look forward to seeing you Sunday night. Thanks, Nachum. Have a wonderful day, David Mandel, CEO of OHEL. Um, yeah, ohelfamily.org, gala at ohelfamily.org. Use the phone number, get your reservations in, support the work of OHEL. It's unbelievable. You know how many Jewish organizations have opened and closed since OHEL started, and all they keep doing is going strong. Can you imagine 52 years of dinners? I mean, they're they're in existence, uh, I guess, at this point for almost 60 years, if not more. The whole thing is amazing.
More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. I'm 
וזה בסדר, אני לא אשם, כי זה רצון השם. אני הולך, לא רואה את הסוף, מאמין שיהיה רק טוב. אני קטן, כן, אני קטן, והתמונה גדולה. וכל מה שקורה זה סבבה, לא מפחד משום דבר, כי אני בידיים של אבא, של אבא שלי. אני רוצה היום, אבל הכל משתנה פתאום, וזה בסדר, אני לא אשם, כי זה רצון השם. אני הולך, לא רואה את הסוף, מאמין שיהיה רק טוב. אני קטן, כן, אני קטן, והתמונה גדולה.
שומע ורואה כאן במקום הזה את כל מה שהיה יהיה את כל מה שעוד יהיה רק במקום הזה אני שייך הלב אני בוחר J.M. and the A.M. I saw Davi Shapiro in Israel. We were we happened to be at the same meeting on uh, Monday in Yerushalayim, and uh, there he is with "This Is My Home." Boy, is he right about that? Mordechai Shapiro with Hakomi Shemayim, "Rise Up," done by Simcha Liner. Wednesday morning, J.M. and the A.M. Don't forget the big Arts Girls sale. Their Hanukkah sale is on. Remember, always use promo code Radio because everything is across the board twenty percent off. And everything is free shipping over $49. But with our promo code, it's free shipping no matter what. So when you order from Artscroll, even during the sale, always make sure to use promo code radio. Always use the, always make sure to use promo code radio. Eighth day tomorrow here at JM and the AM. Very much looking forward to that. Eighth day flying in from California. Visiting us here at JM and the AM. Very much looking forward to it. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abels and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code radio. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Speaking of promo code radio, don't forget our friends at Gaia Coffee. It's very simple, the concept. All you need is boiling water and then toss a Gaia Coffee bag into the water, and then you have a fresh brewed cup of coffee. It really is that simple. And it's pretty amazing, frankly. Go to GaiaCoffee.com, G-A-I-A Coffee.com, G-A-I-A Coffee.com. And uh, you get your brew bags at a 15% discount to be used promo code radio. 15% discount to be used promo code radio. Go to G-A-I-A Coffee.com, your Gaia Coffee site. Uh, our friends at the Atid Society for the Kushner Schools are getting ready for Sunday night for their big event with Elon Gold. If you would like to uh, get information, guess what? There's information on our website. Just go to the community calendar section 
of um, NahumSiegel.com, and you'll see all the uh, TID Society uh, event information. It's being chaired, of course, by Batsheva and Murray Halpern this coming Sunday night in Livingston, New Jersey. We wish them the best of luck with that amazing event. Every year it's an amazing event. Call a vote to them. More coming up at Jakob Schwecki at JM in the AM.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network. And of course, in the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Wednesday here at JMA. My thanks to Ambassador Dayan. My thanks to Arai Kanelsky. My thanks to David Mandel. My thanks, of course, to all of you. Eighth day tomorrow here at JMA. Make sure to be tuned in and get ready to enjoy. 
Plenty coming up all day long, including Avrami with the live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to join Avrami for that and uh, enjoy all of our great programming all through the day. And thanks so much for tuning in. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.